0: Now it is time for a chat with uh, Vic, open winner. I tell you what, it was a thrilling, thrilling final round, but there could only be one winner and that winner was Brett Coletta and Brett's been good enough to join uh, us on the line. Brett, uh, good evening and congratulations on that big victory.
1: Thank you very much, guys. Thanks for having me on.
0: Just... Talk to me first and foremost about the nerves, I guess, uh, Saturday night when you went to bed. Did you get much sleep? How did you feel? Uh, are you a nervous person? How was the, uh, I guess, the, 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 the 12 hours or 14 hours in between rounds? Yeah, funny you
1: say that. Saturday night was the probably the peak of nervousness, I reckon. Um, I definitely had a feeling in my gut that something was going to happen or something special. I was going to give it a run on Sunday. So, um, yeah, it was... I'm not typically a nervous guy. I seem to look like I know what I'm doing out there, but underneath it all, I'm pretty much oh, holding on every shot. And and does
0: that translate when you when you when you are more nervous? So does that help you lock in a little bit more because you know that you you know you're, you're, you're quite nervous and and you're a bit anxious and and it can easily go wrong. Does that help you focus and lock in? Because I guess from a spectator's point of view, you look like you were cool, calm, and collected, as you said.
1: Yeah, for sure. I reckon. It would help to a degree. Um, It's just the way you interpret it, I guess. I try and use that nervous energy to my uh, benefit. But um, definitely, like I was extremely nervous on the first tee, as you would be. Um, But once we got up and moving and made a couple of early birdies, get my round going, it was kind of just kind of kind of plateaued, and then got a little bit heavy towards the end with Jordan and I.
0: How how many you said when you stepped up to that first tee? It was a nervous time. How, uh, how long did it take? How many holes or how many strokes until you felt quite comfortable and, 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 you know, happy that you were in the swing of things and in the rhythm?
1: So I didn't hit a great first tee shot. Um, but fortunately, I got a bit lucky. And then I hit a really good second shot and actually hold a good uh, par putt on the first. So that was just kind of a settler, I guess. Um, yeah, so probably by the third hole, I was pretty much in my full gear.
0: And Thirteenth Beach, you, have you had had you had much experience? It can be nice, and I live down that part of the world. It can be nice and gusty, nice and windy. So, had you had much uh, experience on the course? Is it a course you're comfortable with?
1: Yeah, um, I think I've played it eight times now, the Vic Open um, since in since 2013. I think it was my first crack. So missed a few years in the middle there, but I'm not uh, not too. Um, not sure I know exactly the course pretty much Mm -hmm. so uh yeah the wind did get up on a couple of days but you know we're professionals we train in all conditions and you know we just all right we whatever comes of the day we just make sure we're ready for it so I'd had plenty of experience in uh, various spots in the world with arguably more wind but you know that place is a bit different to the rest just due to the ocean wind basically coming straight off Bowen heads there so no, it was good. I played really well and had really good control of my ball all week.
0: And I guess uh, you probably aren't super worried about this, but you and uh, Jordan Zunich did play incredibly well. It is a shame, in some sense, that there can only be one winner, and Jordan has to has to be set has to be happy to to settle as the runner up because both you guys played incredible golf, and uh, I guess you were the fortunate one on the day who who was just able to come out on top.
1: Yes. Funny you say that as well. He actually gave me a message this morning, said he really enjoyed the battle and he was extremely happy for me. Just a testament to what a bloke he is as well. Um, and I responded saying, you know, I've been on both sides of the spectrum there of um, winning and losing. So I know exactly how he felt and I was really appreciative of the message. Um, but yeah, you know, it's, it's it's pretty much down to putting at that top end. You know, I just hold a couple of extra putts coming in and he unfortunately just missed a couple but. You know, his time will come. He's
2: he's playing real well at the moment. Brett, I'm so rapt we can speak to you tonight because you've been a, a talented golfer for, for quite some time now. But to, to break through and win such a big event that not only do you win your third title, but also the fact that you're now second on the order of merit and there's so many opportunities that open up if you can finish in the top two or three. Um, it, it, how are you feeling about life when you wake up this morning knowing what you've done?
1: Uh, I, I honestly I don't think it's hit me properly, yeah. Um I've reunited with my family today. I was I stayed the night in um Geelong and then came home this morning. Everyone in the last probably hours come home from work, so it's pretty fresh and you know, it's everyone's looking at the trophy and you know, it kinda hits a bit more when that happens but you know, I I've still gotta be focused. I've still got I think four more events out here and one big one New Zealand open in a few weeks. So, you know, I can't really smell the roses if you will i've got to keep my head down i'm actually going to sydney tomorrow for another event so yeah no time to really kind of settle it in but you know when the time comes we'll celebrate for sure
2: so when you're going down the stretch and you know you, as josh was just saying before you, you you played the back nine so well is it yeah. hard not to think of the consequences knowing you know uh, uh, you know the way it's set up now the the pga tour here in australia with the the emphasis on that order of merit probably more so than than prize money, it's it's opportunity more than, than prize money. I guess in a lot of ways, that's the most important thing. How do you how do you not think about that, or do you and use it as a motivation? You're spot on
1: about points. Um, prize money is just a byproduct of what you're doing, and it kind of keeps you rolling to reinvest back into yourself and keep playing out here or wherever you want to play in the world. Um, but yeah, it is set up now where it is very top heavy. Um, so obviously, only three people get the cards at the end of the year um and you kind of want to be number one because that gives you the best opportunity to kind of pick and choose your schedule living in australia it's quite hard to you know jump back and forward from europe you know you're going to be doing a crazy amount of hours on plane <laughs> you've got to try and nestle down and finish as high as up as you can so my goal is to like i said in the next four weeks really kind of cash in or you know play well um as I have been for quite a while now, and just hope that I can finish it off for this year and add them all up at the end and see where we are.
2: So so has anything changed in your golf over the last sort of 6 to 12 months? I mean, you've been a pro for a while now, but as an amateur, you had this incredible ability to shoot low numbers, and it was such an exciting time when you turned pro, but then the I guess the grind comes in. How How have you found that last sort of 4 or 5 years?
1: Um... Yeah, COVID wasn't friendly to me. Um, I didn't really have a good time through there. I was um, stuck in America and I was just grinding away on the Corn Ferry Tour at the time, which they made an abbreviated season. Well, not an abbreviated, it was essentially a super season. So there was, uh, I think, about 50 events that counted for about 18 months of time. So, you know, I was behind the eight ball early on and I was behind the eight ball the whole kind of year, I suppose. So I had to... I was inclined to play every event. You know, I was playing out there 10, 12 weeks in a row. And you think of doing that for 12 weeks in a row, you get pretty sick of playing golf. So it was a tough time. But, you know, I came home after all COVID was said and done and, you know, reevaluated with my team and said, you know, this is what I want to do now. I'll, I'll focus on Australia and get comfortable again in my own skin playing golf and traveling around. And, you know, I'll see where it takes me, whether it be, you know, within the year, two years, five years. You know, I'm still young. I'm only 27, so I've got plenty of time up my sleeve. I feel, and yeah, I'll just um, see how we go at the end of this year and reevaluate again. Brett, yeah,
0: you said to us that you're on the way to, or you'll be on your way to Sydney. Uh, you've got the New Zealand Open uh, at the end of February. Do you, how do you set your goals and how do you set your sights? Do you look in, I guess, tournament by tournament? Do you try and look at it as as micro as that? Do you look? macro and look at sort of six months 12 months at a time how do you sort of map things out for yourself as an athlete
1: as a golfer personally i go ultra micro so i'm going shot to shot so i'm not even kind of looking at the next week or even the next day for that matter you can't really live out of the moment in golf you'll get punished way too quickly and too heavily so that's how i kind of go by it i'll Whatever the day brings or whatever tea time or whatever draw I get or playing partners for that matter, I'll just focus on that time and do the best I can in that time. And it's been going well lately, so, you know, I'll just keep doing that. I'll just keep focusing on the real minute stuff. Um, And like I said, we'll add them up at the end of the year and we'll see where we're at.
2: Now, Brett, I I hope you don't mind me asking. You had a rough week in the build-up to the tournament with the passing of your grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. How did you go with all of that? I asked before about what can motivate you through a, a final nine holes to get the best possible result. But when you lose someone so close to you, your dad's father, um, yeah. I can't imagine how difficult that would have been to focus. How did you do it? And did you use it as a bit of motivation? Yeah, no, I
1: appreciate you asking that. Um, yeah, it was it was a tough time. We had the service on uh, Wednesday, actually, so the day before the tournament. So that was... Um, it was quite close but at the same time, you know, I got to see a lot of faces that I hadn't seen for, you know, twenty odd years. You know, people I grew up with on my dad's side of the family. So, you know, I, I saw it as a positive there to see, you know, a hundred people showed up to the service. You know, it was a it was a very well liked man. I and you know, I think a lot of people were very grateful to be in his, uh in his space in his time. So I did you know, it was kind of hard, you know, he passed away a couple of weeks before it and we kind of had to negotiate um the timing just because of me with this tournament. So it was kind of nice to be able to get it away from a tournament. It was actually well it was actually going to be on the Thursday, so I was actually going to be missing the tournament. And then we are uh, we actually got some fortunate luck and we got it moved to the Wednesday. Um but yeah, coming down the final nine for sure, he was in my um in my mind and for sure I reckon he was looking down very proud
2: of me. Almost like it's it's meant to be. Was he someone that you played golf with growing up uh, with your dad and, and his dad? Is he someone that helped you get into the game? Um, he didn't play much. He was more of a soccer fan.
1: Um, <laughs> but I did play with him a couple of times back in oh, early, early days when I was probably an early teenager. He'd come out when he could still walk and, you know, be able to walk an 18-hole course. And, yeah, no, it was good fun. I had very good fond memories of my, um, non, my non-or there, so you know, it's a sad time, but like I said, I, when these things happen, it's it's kind of weird, it's almost like you step up a gear for that person, so I don't know, it's a strange time, but very, very happy and very proud.
2: Well, Brett, congratulations on winning the Victorian Open, it is such a prestigious event uh, and a significant event on the Australasian Tour, as I said before, you've been a talented golfer for... A long time now to to see you break through. I I think it's the first of many big tournaments you can win here in Australia and hopefully then overseas it it can really kickstart you. Congratulations and thank you so much for joining us on Sports Day on SEN.
1: Uh, No worries. I appreciate your time, guys. Cheers.
2: Beautiful. Thanks, Brett. Go on. Sorry about that. I could not get here any earlier. That's all
0: good.